0: Hello there, I am Kid Champagne Matthew Haberman. And today, we're back for another edition of Nostalgia Time. And today, we are going to be talking about another great actor from Hollywood. One of my favorites. One of my beloved from my favorite, favorite, favorite movies. I'm talking about the heart of the Ghostbusters. One of the Blues Brothers. He was Friday in Dragnet. I'm talking about... Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Today we celebrate one of of comedy's great, um, Dan Aykroyd. And let's just put it this way. Daniel Edward Aykroyd, a Canadian actor, all the way, um, an actor, comedian, producer, musician, and writer, and, and one of the original cast members of Saturday Night Live. Otherwise known as that Around that time it's a cast We're known as not ready for prime time Players So with this alone um This is going to be a great episode I'm here with some great guests And I just have to do it Because he's my favorite And here with me we have some great fans of Dan Aykroyd First the host of Under the Radar My good friend and this is also his favorite Ghostbuster is Ray Stans My good friend, Randy Unger. Randy, how are you? Pretty
1: good, Matt. How's it going tonight?
0: Everything's great. Also joining him from Unger the Radar headquarters is Forrest Bennett. Forrest, how are you? I love the Uh, Ghostbusters uh, 2 shirt.
2: Oh, I I had to wear wear it for today's (laughs) episode. Uh, Nice. Wouldn't have it any other way.
0: And also joining us from Miami, Florida... Our good friend Jared. Jared, how you doing? Good,
3: good, good. I have my
0: snow caps ready to go. is Aykroyd. Snow caps. Wait, I just want to put it. The snow caps is generally from which of Dan Aykroyd's jokes with the snow caps from?
3: Uh, none. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, as far as action drinks, I brought some uh, some Labatt Blue from Dan Aykroyd's home.
0: Home province of Ontario. Ooh. Not to mention that he has his own uh, vodka Vodka. crystal head, which I never got to. And hopefully I hopefully can come once the restrictions are over and all this is behind us and comes for a bottle signing in the New York metropolitan area. And when, and when I hear that I don't care what I'm doing I am taking my kids and meeting Dan Aykroyd if it's I, think, I, would say, I
2: would say if you can get your hands on some high C
1: cool, use will use that as the chaser <laughs> <laughs> or have a nice cocktail, why not <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also joining us from Huntington, New York the owner of Pickle Island, Matt Rory, Matt welcome back thank you for joining us oh quite a pleasure to be here Oh, you're welcome. And how is Pickle Island doing? And note to note, he has gotten some publicity, opening a new location in Glen Cove, New York. And I hear it's full. You've got some fried pickles and, you know, I'm a big... Yeah,
4: yeah we got a full kitchen, so we're doing some experimenting in that one. Uh, cooking up some hot foods, uh, so that's pretty cool. And then uh, slowly but surely, the media section in that one is growing... Uh, it's not as as much stuff as the Bayville store yet, but it'll get there.
0: Come to Bayville store first before you go to Glen Cove, everyone. Oh
4: yeah, you got you, you got a, a bigger selection of of movies and music and comics So I'm
0: and sure you you have like some, the money. and and you have some Dan Aykroyd classics in there too, right?
4: Oh, of course. There's definitely Dan Aykroyd classics in there. Trying to think if I have any on VHS at the moment. I feel like a lot of the Dan Aykroyd stuff I've gotten, I've sold, so I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I actually have any Aykroyd VHS at the moment. I, I, hmm. I, 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 I have Tommy Boy, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and Gross Point Blank. Nice. So I have his his later, uh, you know, uh, Cameo. supporting roles. Yeah, supporting roles. Yes. <laughs>
0: Well, I, maybe I can be, assist you with that. I'm sure in my parents' house, if they're lovely, to sell some yeah, VHS.
4: I've, 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 I've sold, I think, two copies of Ghostbusters, on VHS, and uh, Dr. Detroit.
1: So, I think a Dragnet I sold as well, so. no, know, uh, my stepmother's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I do
4: have that on VHS. Anything <laughs> in my store. Oh,
0: I do! Uh, I do have it. Yes. <laughs> so, you know this guy. You know, as we, I had to do, Dan Aykroyd, because he's my favorite. He's one creator. If it wasn't for Dan Aykroyd, there would be no Ghostbusters. There would be no Blues Brothers. There would mm-hmm. be no Soul Man. There would not be uh, Crystal Head Vodka and. Mm-hmm. Or maybe their main—I There could have been Saturday Night Live, but there would not have been two wildly crazy guys. <laughs>
2: or uh, actually, I would say Olympia, Olympia, the Olympia Diner would be one cheese, one, one cheeseburger, oh, yes. one yeah. short.
0: <laughs> 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 so you know we're all fans for this, but you know I gotta put it out. Dan Aykroyd. You know I'm a huge fan of him. I. Uh, I would love to meet him in real life. Other, like other than that, he is my. Besides Harold Ramis as my favorite Ghostbusters, Ray Dance is also up there because he is the heart of the Ghostbusters. One thing is for Danny; he was a true leader. He and he really is. Um, Randy, what does Dan Aykroyd mean to you? Oh
1: man, so iconic! I consider him one of my, you know, uncles. Really, he <laughs> he helped raise me through his movies. And he is definitely uh, my favorite Ghostbuster. It used to be Bill Murray, uh, Peter Frankman, but now I feel more in tune with Ray's stance. I feel I can relate to him more, and yeah, he's just so done so many great movies. Um, Spies like us, one of my uh, favorites as a kid. One of the first DVDs I ever got. Uh, really watched that movie uh, a lot. Um, He's got had such a crazy career. So so many movies and TV shows. The 80s. He owned the 80s, pretty much. And uh, just there's, there's no one like him. And I, I love everything that he does, pretty much. Except it's, Yogi Bear. <laughs>
0: I haven't had a chance to see Yogi Bear, but um, uh, um, don't get me wrong. I loved the cartoon of Yogi Bear back in the day. I used
4: to, I used to hear Yogi Bear all the time. I, I, I only just saw it for the first time uh, when I re- watched everything he did but I used to I, I knew all the dialogue to it because when my kids were younger uh, we had a, a van with a, VC, a DVD player in it and they used to always watch Yogi Bear <laughs> So it was like one of those things where it's like like why do I know? I'm like all right I heard this all the time like, that and uh, the um, uh, Peabody and Sherman movie, I just on repeat like all the time. <laughs> nice.
0: So, Forrest, what does Dan Aykroyd mean to you?
4: Oh
2: boy. Um, so, oh god. I mean, for, I, will, I mean, first of all, Ghostbusters. All time, it's a, one of my all time favorites. Uh, I definitely. Like, actually, I kind of recently did find out as some. Like me personally, I'm I am I am a I am on the autism spectrum, uh, autism spectrum disorder. Um, and I did find out that so that Ackroyd is too. Oh. So that really, and and you know, between that, and his obsession with the apparently he has a special obsession with the paranormal, which was what led him to writing to writing Ghostbusters. So, um, and you know, I'm also and for me, I'm like also a big horror, fan, you know, also a big horror fanatic. Hmm. So that kind of so like so that so. Uh, so he, that resonates so that for, the, for me that resonates for me he resonates that aspect of him like resonates a lot with me is uh like, his drive is his, his obsession is obsession with the paranormal and uh like also just being someone else someone, someone famous on the someone someone famous on the spectrum um uh that like they, uh and also but also like just his body also his, his body of work in general I mean the Blues Brothers Saturday Night Live um yeah, like jerry was saying spies like us even his cameo like even his cameo in uh in canadian bacon uh was like it was pretty was, was pretty great was pretty great in other one in uh in what in what in what should have been in what was john candy's last move last movie um uh but like him like him but guys i mean but he also had guys like him and him and john candy and rick moranis like canadians like they were like Super like very like they were Canadian comedians, but like you, but like you could see through, see through their roles, like they're like like I don't know, like the most uh, lovable guy, like the most polite lovable guys on screen, and and from what I, from what I understand from what I they seem like that in real life too. Um, and another great cameo in Casper, yes,
1: yes, as Ray and Casper. Who are
0: you gonna sort of, call? Psh, someone else. Someone else.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess, that one scene, Ghostbusters three. But that—that's another conversation. Yeah. Um, oh god, so man. many. Yeah, and and like, yeah, I think
2: I feel like Randy kind of covered a lot of the. But I, but actually, oh oh man, who was like oh Coneheads? Yes. yes. Well, oh yeah,
0: Coneheads, movie. another SNL um, skit sketch favorite that turned yeah, into also, a also, movie.
2: Even his or even his actually, or even his, uh, his impression of Julius of Julia Child <laughs> always kills me. It always kills me.
4: <laughs> yeah, I I love that. I just, they, they just did a Julia Child j- documentary, and it's like, of course, that clip is in the documentary and in the movie Julie and Julia about <laughs> Julia, you know, a woman's relationship with Julia. You know, it's like, it's always a part of it, no matter what. Like, if you talk about Julia Child, you're going to mention that.
0: <laughs> it's- and apparently, she she absolutely loved uh, his his take on so <laughs> That's great. That's awesome, Jared. To you, Dan Aykroyd. I know that you're a big Dan Aykroyd fan.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, like uh, like Randy said, you know, he's part of our uh, childhood. You know, we grew up with him. I remember when I was really little, I saw something on TV. It was like a fake infomercial, um, and it, was, it turned out to be an SNL skit. Uh, with Dan Aykroyd, where he blended a fish, um, yeah, yeah, super bass yeah, and uh, it was like one of those like you know late night commercials for SNL on VHS, and um, I-, I wondered for like years what that was, and I, I finally discovered uh, you know what it was on SNL and everything, and uh, I've been following him ever since, and yeah. Um, Yeah, no, he's great, you know, uh, some great movies, some not so great movies. Um, I loved when he would pop up on, on TV, um, uh, Home Improvement, which I, I think he played the same character.
4: Yeah, he, he brought Soul Man over onto an episode of uh, Home Improvement. Oh, that's. Yeah, so no, he's great,
3: great, and always happy to see him, um. Yeah. especially in evolution. I don't know
2: why that always. That my yeah, he, I know, he always has the most interesting. Came- I find he has has the most interesting cameos. Yeah. Uh, between like, like Canadian, whether it's Canadian bacon or Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom.
1: You're right. That's a great one. Yep. As Art Weber.
4: Yeah, he was also in an episode of The Nanny. Uh, playing oh. his, his his old character, like the refrigerator repairman with the butt crack. Oh, the Norge oh, man. man. Yeah, yeah. So he, he did that on the nanny on an episode of the nanny, or uh, or actually
2: there was an or actually remember like around the time uh, uh, it was around the time of uh, the the 2002 Olympics in Salt Lake City, uh, there was a sketch where Amy Poehler is playing a ski, playing a skier and uh, and Dan Aykroyd c- comes down the slope as a Mormon missionary
1: <laughs> trying to convert her. Yeah. Also, <laughs> he reunited with Jane Curtin for a small scene in Ants, uh, a voice role. So I haven't seen that movie since it was. In yeah, it's like really. Sure. I, I prefer it to Bug a Bug's Life. Actually, I think it's the better of the two. Another side conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's uh, Dan Aykroyd has touched a lot of moments, and I have some funny moments which we will discuss. But Matt, to you, what does Dan Aykroyd mean to you? Oh
4: man, well, I mean, I, I was I was raised on SNL. I mean, I, my earliest memories, uh, you know, are are like. Staying up late with my dad when I was like a baby, like like him holding me and like watching SNL and stuff. So I just, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love the show from, it, from from as long as I've been alive. I mean, obviously, uh, it predates me by three years at least. But uh, it, it's you know, and then when Nick and Knight started airing, all the old episodes, I watched them religiously. I mean, you know, the the Dan Aykroyd. Chevy Chase, uh, Bill Murray, like, Gilda Radner. I mean, like, uh Belushi. All all of them, you know, de- that definitely melded, like, what, what my perception of comedy was. And, yeah. Uh, especially through all their, their movies that followed. You know, it's like, uh, just countless weird. I mean, like, I saw Dr. Detroit when I was young and was like, what is this? And I just thought it was the weirdest, coolest thing. Cause it was, it was just so like out of left field. I don't know. Like, uh, it, there are so many things about Aykroyd that, you know, the, the way he plays a character, like, and you know, his, his palette is so diverse with, with characters. You know, it's like, well, you know, it, it's, you know, I mean, look at something like Nothing But Trouble, where it's like, you know, you have these, these where they play like multiple roles and stuff. It's, it's just fantastic.
0: Uh, I, I can agree with that. One uh, Dan Aykroyd has really made a comedic impact. And mm. one thing is for sure, it's like we're all talking about it right now, Saturday Night Live. I think we're all fans of Saturday Night Live. But one, yes. I I love, I love him in Saturday Night Live, for sure. He has done some great things from Coneheads, um, but I I also love going back and watching the skits of when Steve Martin was hosting the show. We got two wild and crazy guys.
1: Why
0: didn't they
1: ever make a movie? Oh, they okay. should have
0: made a movie on that. That would have been awesome. For getting, yeah,
4: it, it's it's so weird that like that's like a thing they. Well, it's like they didn't really like Blues Brothers. You know, was the first movie based off of like characters from the show, but it wasn't really like a sketch. They didn't really start doing that until like Wayne's World, and that was twelve years later. Twelve, yeah. you know, which <laughs> I is love like forever later, and then. Yeah. It was like every new sketch. Coneheads, they just kind of like... It's kind of like, oh, well, why don't we try Coneheads? Uh, it, it, but, I mean, I guess maybe because it bombed, they were like...
0: like it, developed right, a cone, it developed a cult following, I think, for Coneheads.
4: Yeah, I think Wayne's World is the only one post-Blues Brothers that did well.
2: Yeah, although i uh, always say Night at the Roxbury has become a cult classic.
4: Oh, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of them, like, you know... It's it's so funny how it's like half of them you can't even find on DVD anymore. I mean, I, I mean, I'll admit, I mean, Superstar was one of the
2: first movies I got on DVD. <laughs> I still watch it from time to time. And um,
1: the Ladies' Man is one of the worst SNL.
2: Oh, I, oh, I love. The I still haven't film. seen that. that one. I enjoy Ladies' Man, although I was kind of creeped out by seeing Julianne Moore as a clown. I love Julianne. Moore.
0: <laughs> but you know, it's it started a trend with Dan Aykroyd. I mean, I'm glad they did the. I mean you got I'm glad they did cone heads from an, from SNL base it needed you know um but Saturday night live he revolutionized it with him Belushi they they revolution. another one like of nice sketch that I know for it was in Christmas and we see and I still see it from the Christmas special like where he's like this big toy store executive and he's just like you know, oh, you know this like um, if the, like these are really dangerous toys. But he tries to play it off like these are really good toys. You know? Bag of glass. Bag
4: of
1: glass. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: Johnny Switchblade.
1: <laughs> oh, that was so, you know, uh,
4: kid opens up and they got the bag. Oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> or or there, oh god! There were, or there was a. Like, Everything's dangerous. This is actually from when, from
2: when I think he was making a guest appearance on the show, but uh, he was playing the owner of this leather shop. Like oh a-
4: my god! Yeah, that episode was great. Yeah, we <laughs> oh,
2: <it's like, laughs> like, got these walkies, got like these, got these assless chaps that were just like constantly making noise. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the
0: Brittany Spears I, episode with the, when Crossroads came out. Did, <laughs> you I mean, the Crossroads. Yeah, I know they did the best of John Belushi, but did they? Did SNL? You know, I remember, like you know, did they yeah, do the best of right Dan right Aykroyd? There is you know, one.
4: Um I think I think Belushi and Aykroyd are the only original cast members that have one. Um and then yeah, and then, then like the next one would be Eddie Murphy. And they did a bunch of them for the nineties cast but and two thousands. But the original cast, uh Aykroyd has one, and Belushi has one, that's it.
0: Well, if there was anyone that needed the best, it's John Belushi. And Dan Aykroyd, because it wouldn't have been Saturday Night Live without them. But, you know, still, uh, I'm glad he did that. But also, Dan Aykroyd was in... uh, This is when I was really introduced to Dan Aykroyd, the movie that really spurred my childhood life and still that I'm passionate about today. I'm talking about Ghostbusters. Yes. You no. know, I've been talking about Ghostbusters throughout this show, and I've always been. I'm a member of the New York City Ghostbusters, and so is Randy. And, you know, um, I think this is what made uh, made his uh prime in Hollywood. Ghostbusters. It was great. I mean, you got the cast Dan Aykroyd as the heart of the Ghostbusters. It was said in the movie. Um, he, he just played. He just played it great. He, I, I, I just, I loved all his lines in it. Don't cross the streams. Cross the streams. Total no. protonic reversal.
2: <laughs> oh God! No. my favorite moments of his from Ghostbusters, I'd say, was when they first get fired from Columbia, and uh, Ray and Ray and Ray is worrying about what they're going to do next. And he's like, I've worked in the private sector. They expect results, and uh, and, uh, all, <laughs> and then, um, and then also, actually, and then when they, when he first summons the the Puff Marshmallow Man, or are you a god? Mm, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> then
4: die. But uh,
2: actually,
4: all even story, even the subtle things, like when they first see like Slimer, the cigarette in the mouth just dangles out, <laughs> like. <laughs> to me, that was like, oh my god, like, I used to always, like, have to, like, everything that, like, <laughs> Back- <laughs> I, mean, I absolutely love it. How old was he um, when he did Ghostbusters?
2: I oh, was, what, 33? Like, thirty. I want to say, like, 31. Wow. Well,
1: he's 69 now. Yeah, he's going to be 70, 70 this summer. And that was 37, 38 years ago now. So
2: yeah, he's about thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-one years old. Yeah, all. I just want to go one movie back. Go one movie back.
4: Trading Places. Oh my God. Yes. Oh. Sure does make me feel old when, when we say uh, that I saw a movie in a the theater that came out thirty-eight years ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I
0: mean, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about, I will say oh, that yes, God. Trading Places. That's, yes. Is also oh, one which Trading Places, a 1983 American comedy directed by John Landis, written by Timothy Harris and Herschel Moingrod. It's star- starring Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, Ralph Bellamy, Don Donhelm Elliott, and Jamie Lee Curtis. And it tells the story of. We, an, and Don Amici. And Tells the stories of an upper-class commodities broker and a poor street hustler who lives cross whose lives cross when they are unwittingly made the subject of an elaborate bet to test how each man will perform, with their life circumstances are swapped. I, I, I is that the prince and the, the pauper? Right? Saw, saw,
1: yeah, saw, sort, of, sort of prince and the pauper. Uh retelling i
2: guess yeah although without the intentional switch on, right. on their on their, ha- on their behalf but mm. i have
0: yeah. to fully i i, I want to say i have to fully see that movie i'm sorry oh,
2: good. yes it's hilarious although, although oh, man, there's one gag that jackory does that does that uh aged like milk now uh <laughs> he's wearing blackface um uh, uh,
1: i think it, yeah it was blackface uh, oh but,
4: well, yeah i mean he's he's j- jamaican but uh yeah, no, no, I yeah. Definitely,
1: definitely blackface. He was supposed to be from Cameroon. <laughs> no, no, that was oh, yeah, yeah I'm
2: sorry. Uh, but uh, but but I but but I do but for me Trading places that and Ghostbusters Two are two two of my New Year are two are for me two must watch movies every New Year's Eve. Yeah. Both
3: Aykroyd for sure. But uh, so
0: Ghostbusters two, yes.
3: In training, in trading places, the ending with the gorilla—that was stupid. Oh my god, so <laughs> <good.
1: It's> dumb. <laughs> yes, very stupid. Um, but overall, a great comedy, classic yeah. comedy. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a work, of <laughs> so art. But here's, mean,
4: another,
0: here's another. Here's yeah. another one. Comedy that actually is also um, in the duo. His Saturday with his Saturday Night Live buddy Jim Belushi. Uh, 1941?
2: Uh, that, was John, uh, John Belushi. that was John Belushi. John Belushi, yeah. Yeah, that was Spielberg.
4: Spielberg. That, that
0: yes, yeah,
2: 1941. First Spielberg's first bomb. Yes. All yeah. of it. I, that movie, I, to me, that movie was like way too long, way too slow.
1: You know? Need more Belushi. Oh, I'm a Spiel nerd, but I didn't, I've never seen 1941. I'm
0: ashamed to say. I it. haven't really Her. seen that as much as well, but that is also the filming debut of Mickey Rourke. Yeah. No, really, oh, I uh, did not know that. <coughs> so, But also, he teamed up with Belushi again in 1980 with another the big sketch from Saturday Night Live, the Blues Brothers film. Now that is a...
2: Also directed by Landis. <laughs> and written by Ram- I think it was written by Hill
0: Ramis too. Was it? Yep. Um, it was written by Dan Aykroyd and John Landis, directed by John, John Landis. Yep. And a music a musical comedy film starring John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Um characters developed from the musical sketch from Saturday Night Live. Um film set in Chicago where um story it tells a tale of redemption for paroled convict Jake and his blood brother Elwood who set out on a mission from God to save from foreclosure the Roman Catholic orphanage in which they were raised. And to do so they must reunite with their RB band and organize a performance to earn five thousand needed to pay the orphanage property tax bill. And I mean, I love it. I'm a big fan of Soul Man. I actually have that on my iPhone plane and I just I just love it. M- yeah. My son loves that. And he goes, I'm a soul man. And, yeah, that's cute. Well,
3: yeah,
1: but oh,
2: the, it's just some of the most epic car
1: chases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the the mall. Car. Yes, the but mall, the shopping yeah. mall chase is amazing. Yep. And
0: not and, only that, you got to love this one, another beloved movie car. And that's one thing with Dan Aykroyd. You know, we see him in some of these beloved movie cars, the Ecto 1. The Blues Brothers from Mobile. Now, and let me just tell you one thing. If you've been to Universal Studios Florida, you've been to Universal Studios Hollywood, that car is on their sets. Mm-hmm. Oh. Classic. And, yeah, that's another memory. Going to Universal Studios, and back in the day, they had the Ghostbusters
3: walking around, and they had that Ghostbusters show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Also. Just> spectacular. <laughs>
0: And let's also, I know how for this is, and I know you've been trying to, Randy, you wanted to reenact, but the Twilight Zone movie.
1: <laughs> Twilight Zone, the movie, 1983, that opening segment, also directed by Landis. Yeah, Uh, it's 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 Ackroyd and um, and Alf Brooks and Joe Dante. Yeah, Joe Dante, and uh, that's one of the most underrated movies, I'd say. Sadly, because of the helicopter crash, Mm. uh, the accident that happened on set, taking the lives Mm. of uh, I think three people, two kids, and and that's yeah. Wow, yeah. Because of that, I think John Landis is still he still has legal issues to this day. But um, he basically, he wow. was tried for manslaughter. Yep. And um, I don't know, I think he got out of it somehow or something. He, they struck some kind of deal. But um, that And that was the same year he did uh, Trading Places. So mm-hmm. yep, that's a crazy year for, for Mr. Landry. Yeah, it is. But um, Twilight Zone, the opening scene with Brooks and Aykroyd is iconic. Yeah, you know, It's very meta, too, because they're referencing... Twilight Zone episodes from the 60s in this new movie and uh, the the makeup is amazing Um, if you haven't seen it it's it's got a really shocking ending to that scene Uh, even though the movie is from 1983 it's still kind of spoilers but um, Brooks and Ackwood were perfect in that scene I think so Matt you can attest to that (laughs) oh yes definitely (laughs) nice
0: (laughs) another good comedy that you know Dan Aykroyd was in a lot of comedies. Another one, Spies Like Us. Oh,
1: mm-hmm. yes. yes. Chevy With Chevy Chase. So good. This know, episode's the John Landis Hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, John Landis. Oh, yeah. He, he did so much work with
0: that. That's because Dan Aykroyd was good friends with uh, John Landis. He's also still good friends. I'm, I'm with Chevy Chase through this day. I think We're also for Chase. what it is, is that Dan Aykroyd, you know, he was officiated the wedding of Chevy Chase's kids. Oh. oh.
2: Hmm. did not know that. Plus, it's kind of amazing that, someone still, that anyone's still friends with Chevy Chase, given all the bridges. Yeah. Pretty-
4: well, I mean, I-, I love the fact that one of the few people who is still friends with Chevy Chase is Bill Murray, uh, considering that, like, when Bill Murray first joined SNL, they got into a fistfight, so.
0: <laughs> you make was- up... You make up from all those years, including Bill Murray yeah. made up with Harold <laughs> Ramis when he wasn't feeling well when they had that fallout. But
1: a lot of we, drama amongst some classic comedians. So as I mean,
0: course, Christmas. Christmas. And I will have to say I have to I gotta rewatch um a Spies Like Us. I know it's like
1: oh, Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah
0: Doctor this, This film paid homage to the famous Road 2 film series, which starred Bob Hope and Bing Crosby.
4: Bob Hope also makes a cameo in the film. Playing
0: through. (laughs) (laughs) The film presents the comic adventures of two novice intelligence agents sent to the Soviet Union. Originally, it was... I think it was supposed to actually start um, Akron and John Belushi, but I guess when, I guess when they did it, John Belushi died, and that's why they put in Chevy Chase. (laughs) Uh. you know there. And also before we go into more movies, you know, I feel like maybe there's like are some movies that maybe I wish like he did have a cameo in. I think it would have been cool if. Dan Aykroyd had a cameo in National Lampoon's Vacation.
4: Yeah, I mean, we, we, we get the, the the great John Candy uh, cameo in, in the first one. You know, uh, I mean, European Vacation has a great Eric Idle cameo in it. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, Aykroyd would have been great. Yeah. Aykroyd as the
3: bartender, maybe, when they go to, like, the
0: Yeah. <laughs> He could, have been, he could have been the blackjack dealer in Vegas Vacation. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that guy's funny though. The blackjack dealer, he looks funny.
1: Wait, was that um? Oh, the guy from oh, you mean Wallace Shawn? Yeah, yeah, Wallace Shawn. From okay, okay. Wallace. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah I was something else,
1: but yeah,
3: Wallace Shawn was funny in that. I, I think that was like speaking of Wallace Shawn, that was like one of the first times I noticed Wallace Shawn or became a fan of his. Was yeah. Vacation. <laughs>
0: nice. Now, there was another film, actually, this is one because he teamed up with another great actor that I'm a true fan of, and one of the shows that I used to watch on Nick and Night when I was a kid with my dad. I'm talking about Dragnet.
1: Danny's uh, uh, favorite actor. Oh, Tom Hanks. Yep.
0: Starring Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd. Dan, oh, here we go. Dan Aykroyd plays Sergeant Joe Friday, and Tom Hanks plays plays detective pet streetback. Now, who remembers hey, <laughs> Drag? Who remembers watching the old show Dragnet just first of all? I remember
2: watching it on Nick- Oh, and definitely. I, I never really Nick watched it. Yeah. But I uh, but I would I yeah, I would say Ackroyd really nailed the voice and mannerisms of Joe Friday.
4: Oh yeah. Well, he, he he's an obsessive fan of Dragnet, so it was like oh. his lifelong dream to make that movie. It's like, yeah, it's another one of his uh, one of
2: those uh special upset one of those those special interests yeah
4: that uh people
2: that uh that people on the spectrum tend to have
4: yeah he's he brought he, i think it was leno where he brought on like his whole collection of of drag dead memorabilia that he like it was just like it was like oh like i you know it's like all the old toys and stuff and it was just, like amazing you're like wow like he's like a real hardcore fan yeah it's like uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, he really does justice to the character. And of course, uh, bringing back one of the original actors, uh, who played Gannon on the, on the show Morgan, as the yeah. chief. So yeah, even,
2: though, even though this was supposed to be, even though, even though the movie, the show is a, proced- a, a procedural, uh, and yeah. the movie was a procedural comedy, he does like, he really paid like the movie really did like,
4: uh, did it, did it with a lot of respect. Yeah, you could tell it was done with love. I mean, it, it's you know that the attention to detail and everything, and the and all and you know, they, they also play on the fact that like even like you know Friday's old partner, like you know, it's just like I'm disappointed in you. So there's a lot of talk about like you know, like Joe Friday from the show being his grandfather. So it's it, it's it's like. Yeah, it's 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 great to see something like that where it's like it's canon. <laughs> yeah, where it's like all
2: right. I always wanted to. I always okay. So uh, when they when uh, when Ackroyd, when when uh, uh, and Hanks go undercover uh, to, that, uh, Hagan, to that to that Hagan pagan rally. Yeah. Rally. I always wanted to, like I always wanted to do a Halloween costume. The
4: a, the a, the a, show, a, oh I my god! Guys, leggings.
0: The yeah. Yeah. people. Yeah. The people against goodness and normalcy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a
1: pagan. Ah, don't forget your coat leggings.
0: <laughs> the name's Friday. Yeah.
1: Incredible film. I think Ghostbusters Trading Places and Dragnet top three Aquroy performances. I would say it's Ghostbusters. hard to even choose. I mean,
2: I know I would, it's. I would say Ghostbusters, Blues Brothers, and Dragnet for me.
1: Mm.
2: Or should, no, no, I take that back. Ghostbusters, Blues Brothers, and Trading Places. That's a good one good
0: combo. I, I, would, yeah. I would say that. I have to re-watch Dragnet. It's been such a long time since I've watched Dragnet. Yeah, this I
4: think I watched it twice this year, so...
0: <laughs> I mean, how would you love... I mean, I would love to have a name like that. Joe Friday. Just have your last name <laughs> Friday.
4: <laughs> I <laughs> want a name like Pep Striebeck. <laughs> oh,
0: man. I mean, and then he came back and, you know... Um, I'm gonna put this out there too. He did come back to do the sequel, Ghostbusters Two. Now, I don't. Oh, say before
3: like Caddyshack Two
0: and Caddyshack Two. And <laughs> let me just let show. me just say for this, and I put this. You know, we all we've all been we've all seen Ghostbusters Two. We know of them, you know, coming of Vigo and everything. Ghostbusters Two, he was great in that, and I and I loved him. Like you know, at the end, he gets possessed. No, I, Ray, and Vigos and rule the earth. Begun, you pitiful half-human. And you know what? There's
1: a deleted scene. Uh, they, they, there's a scene where they're in the Ecto-1. After they photographed the, after the, after the photograph painting. Yeah, so at that point, uh, Ray Stance was possessed, possessed. And he was driving very erratically almost like caused a crash oh, that, that was like the, the deleted the scene that scene made it into the, con- into the comic book yes
0: galaxy. it did so in weird. the real Ghostbusters comic book adaptation of Ghostbusters too. it nice. did and that yeah. was a good one you
4: ever uh, want to buy it? Uh, yeah I would <laughs> it's cool
0: but now there is another um, this is where it turns from him because he did a lot of comedies now I would think this is like kind of the first film where it was more of like more of a dramatic role for him and I'm talking about the 1991 film My Girl yes I have to talk about this one I know it's not one of the greatest it's, it's, it's too big to ignore
1: right
0: it's too big very to ignore very, very right
1: very serious material <laughs> very I,
0: I, would you consider this his first serious role
1: I think like, now, he, he a, did. He did a couple, couple of in the early eighties. Driving, Driving Miss Daisy was two years prior, which Watch was yeah. was prior. He was nominated actually for an Academy Award for that. Um, huh. It's been a while since I've seen it. Was, was that a, more? That was more of a dramedy, right? That yeah, movie? it's a drama. Yeah. Yeah, but the, but the, oh,
4: and, and he yeah. Plus,
1: he like, more, plays like the
4: the, the son. Yeah. Right.
2: Plus, it was more of a supporting role. Whereas my girl, he has more chance to stay, to like really show off his acting dramatic chops, chops. Right. and he yeah.
4: reunites him with Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: Yes, and then the next time they re- reunite for uh, Christmas with the Cranks.
2: my girl, my girl too. Oh my actually. girl too. Then Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs>
0: yeah. But awesome. you know, I got to say, he played great. He plays um, Harry Solenfuss, who was owner of a. Um, of a funeral home, funeral home in funeral home. Yeah. Um, Madison, Pennsylvania, in the summer, and it tells the story of the summer night of of how Veda it, growing like, up with this coming of age, and you know, there's tragedy, you know, from it too, losing. Uh, I mean, I still, I mean, I watch it, but it also, I mean, I'm going to be putting it out that this is where, like, kind of like death was, you know, coming from um how i learned about a little bit more about understanding death from this film and i think a lot of kids have done it too
1: yeah this is definitely one of the first one of the first movies to really present death especially
4: the death of like a a, you know a child like a peer death you know it's and not just a
2: child but like someone who was just coming off of one of the biggest movies yeah of the of the
1: the previous year right
0: yeah Macaulay Cokin. Let's put it that. start Macaulay Cokin. Yes. And he was the one that got died. That, that was a scary scene. The, the bee, like you're being stung by a swarm of bees and get allergic reaction and died.
4: Can't see without his glasses. <laughs>
1: Where's glasses?
4: No, no. Uh, that scene's old.
1: Cool
2: resonates with me yeah <laughs> that kind of scene kind
4: of me- I mean it's emotional spark it's so funny I think about I saw that when, that when that movie came out and I saw it in the theater uh at that scene where Thomas J died I laughed a lot <laughs> <laughs> and, and these two girls behind me turned around and like you're a monster Oh God. And it just like stuck with me. And it's funny because I rewatched the movie like last year and I watched it and I was crying like a baby. And I, I just thought to myself, I really was a monster. It's like You know,
3: I actually never saw the ending. I heard about it and to this day I've never been stung by a
0: bee. No. <laughs> you and me you you and me both, but let me just say one thing. I will say Kid Champagne has an irrational fear of bees. Not just because <laughs> of that movie, but <laughs> there's so many things
4: I have irrational fears of because of movies. <laughs> oh. uh. <God.
0: laughs> well coming off of that, I mean it I mean it was it did generate enough to do a sequel my girl too but i'm not gonna that movie the sequel bombs pretty bad plus he
2: was a lot smaller in
1: that movie Mm. is jamie lee curtis in that too yeah yeah both the roles are a lot smaller in this in that in the second movie they focus on the romance between her and austin o'brien austin o'brien yeah from last action hero yes yeah Mm. his career he, he never really made it Like past the, I can't believe anything he did beyond those two movies. That's the same here. Yeah.
4: Sadly, too, she, she, I mean,
1: she still does a lot of TV
4: and stuff, but. Oh, yeah. She was on Veep. Yeah. She's great on Veep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good on Veep. Um, But yeah, I I definitely, uh, especially like after seeing her on Veep, it's like, I I definitely like to see her in more things. Yeah. Like, you know, it's. Yeah. A lot of promise there. (laughs) But, uh, yeah.
0: And one thing too, in nineteen ninety six, and I do, I remember this movie a lot, and I, and I love this movie. I'm a sports guy, but he teamed up with one movie. It, and Celtic I'm going to say Celtic Pride, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. David Wayne's, I actually saw that for the first time a few months ago, and it was,
2: same, same it was here. It is terrible. <laughs> I, okay, so I used so I used to live in so I used to live in Utah where, you know, the only big league sports team they've got is the Jazz.
1: Yeah.
2: And that movie is probably the closest thing, to, the closest that they will, they will ever get to winning a championship. Spoiler alert.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, that, the, yeah, last year was the first time I had ever seen that movie. Right. And it, it's definitely not one I will revisit anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> but,
2: yeah plus it's like, plus it kind of, I don't know, for, for a guy, you know, for like, you know, we're all like, well, I think at least half of us here are, are like, you know, Yankee fans. So it kind of, it kind of, it, oh, Yankees and Knicks fans, so it kind of like, con, you know, confirms our worst, our worst uh,
1: suspicions of Boston fans. <laughs> I mean, it does depict a sports fan's obsession very well. Um, it's like a lighthearted version of The Fan with Robert De Niro. Which came out that same year. Oh, did it? Which is
4: also a movie I have not seen. Yeah. Like, like I seriously avoided
2: so many sports. Actually, I would say, actually, if you want to see a movie about about like obsessed sport, about about an obsessed sportsman, that's
0: really good. Yeah, I would say go see Big Fan with Patton Oswalt. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, if you w- if you want to say this, it also it starred Daniel Stern, and Daniel Stern is a big sports fan. But let me just tell you this: it, one of his best sports movies he actually directed, uh, produced, and directed <laughs> it, yes. uh, Rookie of the Year. And I'd rather oh, watch Rookie oh, of oh, the yeah. Year. Then. That
2: was, probably, yeah, yeah I that's like, a great one. It's it's weird to look at that look at Gary Busey in that movie and and like and like because that is probably the most normal I've ever seen him mm. in anything. Oh,
4: well, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, to think like when he played Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story, like the difference between that Gary Busey and now Gary Busey is like yeah. or even Gary Busey in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Like 2. Yeah, where he's already crazy. Yeah.
4: Point Break, Gary
1: Busey. Yeah, basically he he had that accident, that kind of just yeah. But he's that. still he's still good. I mean, yeah. well, he's, he's nuts. He's, he is totally nuts. He's I'm under- trying to remember what because I, I met him at a convention and and uh, <laughs> just like
4: bumped into him like walking downstairs. and oh. I was like oh Gary Busey and he was like hey ha oh what's your name <laughs> and I'm like Matt and he was like uh, he was like Matt making art. And, like, he just, like, like made a, a thing out of my name. I'm like, this guy is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, like, what a brilliant specimen of humanity. <laughs> like, he's from space, and I love it.
3: Great,
2: <laughs> right, but,
4: yeah, oh, actually, it's fine. And his nemesis, Meatloaf, is now dead.
2: So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, I was going to say, we missed. up, we already, uh, Aykroyd's cameo in uh, in Canadian before Celtic Celtic Pride, Achord had had a cameo in a movie in a movie called Canadian Bacon. It Michael was Moore. My, yeah Michael Moore's Bacon. only his only narrative feature,
0: you know, yeah, and one wow. of John
2: Candy's last roles. Oh. Uh, but uh, but uh, played a cop, played a he played a, a motorcycle cop who pulls over John Candy. Mm. Uh, because because John Candy had, had spray painted a bunch of anti Canadian slurs yeah. on, on a truck,
3: so and
2: funny. and Akra pulls him over for not for not having any of those slurs those slogans in, in, in those those sl- slogans <laughs> in French, <laughs> and finds him he fi- and then he finds and he, and he, and he, and he's, and he tells and he tells John Candy, I, I will have to fi- of course I will have to find you that'll be a thousand dollars Canadian or ten American if you prefer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I take ten American. Thank you. Uh, yes, so,
4: great. Another another great uh, uh, tag team of of Candy and Aykroyd that we oh, missed wow. is Great Outdoors.
1: Yes. yes.
0: Oh yes. Let's talk about that one. The Great Outdoors. Oh, I forgot you. to mention oh, that one. Oh.
1: Interesting. Yeah. That that's a movie that whenever is on TV, I'd have to stop and watch. It. Yeah. Yeah. Great Outdoors thing. and nothing but trouble. I mean, yes. you know, it's like. Uh, and Nothing But Trouble was uh, Aykroyd's first uh, Golden Razzie nomination. Yeah. <laughs> a, 19, a
0: 1988 brother. comedy film directed by Howard Dutch and written and produced Dutch. by John Hughes. It starred Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Stephanie wow. Farassi, and Annette Benning in her film debut and yep. follows wow. two families spending time on vacation in West, Wisconsin. And what can go wrong in Wisconsin?
1: <laughs> um, Bart, Bart the Bear. I was going to say, what could go Big wrong? Big say... Bear chase! Big Bear chase me! <laughs> Seeing where Bart the Bear is bouncing on the door on top of candy, uh-huh. it's just that That's something in a gong forever. Oh, <laughs> bear-ass, bald-ass bear. <laughs> yeah, and the, the old 96-er. I mean, that movie is just so, so classic. Yeah. Uh. Perfect team-up, him and
0: Candy. Yep. Perfect. John Candy will always be missed, you know. I, I I will swear to this, when when I come back for either my special and everything, we will salute John Candy. We have to. Yes. We have yes. to. Yeah. I'm I think, running. I'm also with this, you know, um, Dan Aykroyd has been in a lot of cameos, from the time in Casper, he comes. He dons the Ghostbuster suit again. And he goes, "I am." Who are you going to call? Yes. Someone else.
2: I, a mustache. I noticed, like the the, the his pro, his proton is a uh, proton gun is like, was, was was like
4: was
3: missing a piece. Was, missing oh, was it a
1: piece. I have to revisit that scene, but um, it was
3: Egon
4: took Egon took the the remnants, so he had to rebuild that one. Oh, there you <laughs> go. <Yeah>. <laughs> it's <laughs> canon.
1: Casper was Universal,
2: yes. Ghostbusters was Columbia, Columbia. But, but at the time, Ghostbusters, you know, Columbia licensed Ghostbusters out to Universal Studios. Oh, uh, yeah, there you well,
0: go. Well, in a way, it made sense. You know what? Sometimes they do these agreements because, you know what? They're going to make money for bringing people into the park and they're going to see it, and they make money. So, in a way, they both make money in, in certain ways. They'll collect money on the merchandise because it's their merchandise, because they. All those attractions had a gift shop of tiny things. When you go in Back to the Future, there the ride, then there was the Back to the Future the store, and it had all the Back to the Future memorabilia uh, and stuff. So yes. that's that's how the that's how those licensing agreements work in some ways for that, you know. But also, like you know, he uh, Dan Aykroyd also geared a friendship to one Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler has been in some of his movies. Um, um, I know I know
2: he has I know he has a small role in fifty first dates.
0: Right. As <laughs>
4: doctor in that, right?
0: I and, and that doctor. where he introduces 10-second yeah. Tom.
1: <laughs> Wasn't he Adam Taylor's father in a movie?
0: Um I wanna say yes. <laughs> hmm. It's possible. He was also he, was... he also had a small role at um. In I Now Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry. He was oh, Captain Phineas Tuckins. He plays the Fire
1: Chief. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And he also was in Pixels as the 1982 Championship MC. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, and also there's another small role in one movie that some, sometimes I watch Pearl Harbor. He was. He played right. Captain right. Harold Thurman. He Very cuts... small role.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was really cool seeing him in that in that movie. He was probably one of the few good things about that movie. Yep. But, yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, uh, also uh, he did uh, Gross Point Blank with John Cusack. And then it's spiritual sequel, uh, War Incorporated. Uh, they which uh, I just saw for the first time, watching all this Akroid stuff, and uh, it's re- it's a really good film. It's basically like John Cusack playing the same type of character, like he's a retired hitman. So it's kind of interesting because it feels like it could have been a sequel of the Way Blank, oh, but uh, Aykroyd plays you know is in both of them as well, and uh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> So it's pretty interesting. What year was that one? That one was like two thousand something. So that, yeah, but it, it's it's like maybe like two thousand six. I don't know, but it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, I feel like a lot of a lot of uh, the Ackroyd stuff in the two thousands is is his cameos and his yeah, uh, you know supporting cool. parts are the good ones. Most of the movies he he starred in. Eh. <laughs> I mean,
1: evolution. That's another yeah. one. Yeah, that's an underrated movie for sure. Totally, a, a spiritual sequel to Ghostbusters it's 2 Ghostbusters. Another... I, mean, I remember seeing that one when it, I remember seeing that one when it came out. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah. Oh,
3: I saw
2: it in theaters. Yeah, me too. exactly yeah, well, it's 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 like, for me. It's never been a movie that like, like I've been dying to rewatch. It's
1: not great, but it's a fun. One it's watchable. It, it is fun. It's, it's, yeah, actually, it's not great, but it's fun. Exactly. Good for the whole family,
0: I'd say. And, you know, for this Moch, you know, he's been great. The 80s was more the core of his career and, and to the early 90s. And we can see, like, in the 2000s, he was starting to do take on less roles because and I would say he would be semi-retired. We also saw him that he did the the cameo in the 2016 Ghostbusters playing that little taxi driver and but he did you know I'm glad he came back to doing Ghostbusters Afterlife to re- yes. and that was I think yeah. let, let me just he take his- oh
2: and he also voiced him and him Murray, Acro- Murray Ramus and uh, Hudson. Hudson all reunited for the Ghostbusters video game and Potts too I think yes Potts yes Potts and uh yeah. And uh,
0: Max von and Max von Sydow as, as Vigo. All oh, right, <laughs> uh, they all reunited with the Ghostbusters video game. Yes. And Annie Potts was yeah, and it, that and I still have that game. I do have the remastered game for that, and I still play it all the time. And you know, now I know that Dan Aykroyd he's more hanging up in Canada, but he's given us a gift. If we can ever, I mean, vodka is expensive, but Crystal Head vodka. Maybe one day when he does a bottle signing, but he has been, he had done some in New Jersey. I would like him to do one in New York. I would love yeah. to have him do one in New York.
1: I think we shall do a group trip to the, whatever bar whatever uh, liquor store is doing that.
0: If it's I'm with-
1: surprised
4: you know, the, the the two bottle bargains and bottle buy on Long Island always have uh celebrities signing shit like like, all the time, and You know, they, uh, they haven't had Aykroyd. I don't know why. That doesn't make any sense. Why doesn't he want to come to Long Island?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he will come know. to where he wants, but if he is within a two-hour drivable radius, um, I'll find it and I'll be like, whatever you're doing, Randy, whatever you're doing, Fars, whatever you guys are doing... Um, <laughs> We are We're going not. down there. Or if he's in Miami, um, I'm sure Jared will have us, um, will have let us crash on his couch or somewhere. <laughs>
3: we'll go for an
4: Eck Road trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was going to
3: say there's
0: probably a better
3: chance of him coming to Miami for something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Because the weather's warm there. In,
1: Mississippi, in somewhere in Mississippi. Yeah. He yeah, he's involved with a police department. I forget where. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I think it's like somewhere in the south. He's like what what uh Dwight Schrute was in the office. <laughs> <laughs> um that type.
0: I wish he made a cameo in that show too. He would have been amazing yeah. in that show.
1: Yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> I think he might have been, I'm thinking I think he might have been on 30 he might have appeared on 30 block though. Um, thirty rock or third rock from the
2: sun. Thirty rock. I'm thinking thirty <laughs> rock. I'm just checking. I'm just checking as, as far
0: as he was not rock. on thirty. He was not on thirty rock. 30.
1: He wasn't. Okay. Has he done a movie with Alec Baldwin? Because I could definitely see them pairing up. Um, Steve Martin's done a couple. Uh,
4: uh, I don't think he's ever worked with Baldwin, which is surprising. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I don't think yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think he's ever done anything
1: with. Baldwin without Baldwin um, they need to do him and Steve Martin they gotta Although, do the, the wild and crazy guys the motion picture oh that
0: would be that would <laughs> that be
1: in the retirement home <laughs> I
0: <retirement
2: home. laughs> get him get him, get him uh, you know get, get him get him an appearance on uh, on uh, on only murders in the building would that be interesting oh yeah I
0: think I think, to that, I think we need another two wild and crazy guys or pull up a Coneheads 2 if it's possible. (laughs) I don't know if
1: there's a chance for that. Coneheads, the reboot. I don't know. If
0: they did Blues Brothers 2000, which I know, totally bombed.
4: We won't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Was it that bad? I I never saw it. It I actually just watched it for the first time, and it's it's not terrible. It's just unnecessary. Yeah. (laughs) I love the fact that uh, Ackroyd and Jim Belushi tour together And when it came to casting the movie He cast John Goodman Instead of Jim Belushi How heartbroken Because Jim Belushi is pretty much His best friend Well then again, John Goodman is also a really, really good friend of his yeah. But That's it's cool. like To be Jim Belushi And have like Your, base, your, your touring partner Choose Someone yeah. else over you to play your brother's bro- like like yeah, see, like I mean that's it's like
0: up. Yeah, that's damn. Right. <laughs> you know I don't What's think he I don't think he did, but also for this I don't think Dan Aykroyd hosted a Saturday Night Live. Did he host an, ep, uh, an a Saturday Night, Night, Aykroyd, Night? Yeah, he's hosted a couple times. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna say this. Have him host a few more times and boost him to the five timers club. At least yeah. give him that honor. <laughs>
4: Right now he mm-hmm. was. I, was he in the first? Oh no, it was, it was a Martin Short. Martin Short was in the first. The the uh, first time they did the Five Dimers Club with Tom Hanks, we're like
1: Martin Short was the waiter. <laughs> I oh, no, no, it was it was John Lovitz as the waiter. Oh, John Lovitz, oh. that's right. Like, hey, work is work. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, and oh, side note to Jim Belushi, he had this this docu series or whatever where he. Has like a, a weed uh, garden, uh-huh. and there's an, epi- there's an episode where where Aykroyd sh- shows up to like fund one of his projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll see, yeah. I-,
4: I just realized uh, I have to watch an episode of The Connors uh, because I have not seen that yet. That Dan Aykroyd was on, but he's not playing uh, soul Continue, man. because <laughs> it, 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 yeah, his his relationship with Goodman because Goodman. Is his like best friend on Soul Man, <laughs> and he was on. um... That's oh weird. man, what was the name of that show? Uh, John Goodman had a show after Roseanne. Oh, uh, normal Ohio. Are you thinking of normal, what? normal Ohio? Yes, yeah, yeah. normal Ohio. Uh, and Dan Aykroyd was on that show as well.
0: And it's like, oh, and now he's on The Connors. Hmm. Uh, interesting. To all for what it is, Dan Aykroyd has touched a lot of lives, and he has accomplished so much. Immortalized as action figures in from Ghostbusters, and also Coneheads. Coneheads. I mean, oh, I would, yeah, I, would time, yeah. I would love, th- I would love Funko to do like those moments <laughs> of like from the first cast members, Belushi, or even. Chevy Chaser, from all of them in, like, some of their beloved characters. They, they, they've done
4: some. I know... Um,
0: no, not in the first... The only
4: ones from the first couple seasons I've seen are... They had uh, Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. I'm trying to think if there's any... I didn't... You know, it's, it's weird. You would think, like, Coneheads would be, like, the first one they do.
0: I would have done <laughs> Coneheads, or, I w- or Coneheads or... I Or Coneheads or... A Funko 2-pack... Of the two wild and crazy guys. That would be awesome. Yeah,
2: I know they did a, I know they did a two, a two wild and crazy guys uh, night at the Roxbury crossover back in the late 90s. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Hey,
1: wait, that, that was an episode of SNL? Was yeah, it? it was an oh. episode of SNL. That's
0: cool. I have a great movie from based on SNL to give Dan Aykroyd the honor of these. The two wild and crazy co- guys meet David Pumpkins. <laughs>
1: That
0: would be off the wall, insane. <laughs> I, I think it could work, you know, or two wild and crazy, it. two wild and crazy guys in Las Vegas. We'll pitch it to Lorne
1: Michaels.
0: <laughs> I'll pick, yeah, Lorne Michaels. If you are listening, I have some great movie ideas for you to give. Um, some of this from the first um, season honors it needs. Either a Two Wild and Crazy Guys movie, and you want to have, if you want to have Tom Hanks, you give him the David Pumpkins honor. A Halloween film, Two Wild and Crazy Guys meets David Pumpkins. Halloween bash.
1: Sounds good.
0: (laughs) To this note, we salute a great actor, an Emmy Award, and two time Golden Razzie. um, (laughs) Rex is Eden. (laughs) <laughs> but also to the heart of the Ghostbusters and to the soul man of the Blues Brothers Dan Aykroyd we pop the champagne to you yes
1: gentlemen start your engines
0: <laughs> I'd like to thank my guests for this evening first the host of Unger the Radar Randy Unger thank you for coming on again and um, I'm going. I want to also thank um, for Randy for being my co-host for all the episodes, joining me on every single episode of uh, of Nostalgia Time. And um, as you know, guys, that next week will be our last episode, as we are going to be on hiatus. Um, going on because I have some great exciting circumstances coming up, but this is not the end for it. So I'll be saying for what it is, it's going to be a great party and I'm excited for this final episode. It's going to be and I will be going over to uh, under the radar headquarters for this final episode because I, I have to be there for this and this. But also, as Bennett, thank you for joining us again and also for the host of Inside Movies Galore and we're excited, what's gonna be, um, for both Randy and um, going for you first, um, what's coming up on Under the Radar this week? Um, so,
1: no new episode this week, but next week we should be doing um, the Super Bob Einstein movie, which is a oh. documentary about the actor-comedian uh, Bob Einstein, Einstein, who played Super Dave, he was also on a bunch of episodes of *Kerber Enthusiasm and a bunch of late night talk shows. Um, so there, there's a do- documentary we're doing for that. Uh, we're going to review that film. Also, uh, a drama called Jockey, called, um, starring Clifton Collins Jr., and also another drama called Sundown, uh, starring Tim Roth. So that should be up in the next week or so, a uh, week or two, give or take. Um, but Yeah. If you want to see new episodes of Unger the Radar, um, we're on the Lifestyle 2 channel on Manhattan Manhattan Neighborhood Network every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And feel free to uh, check it out on cable TV. We are also on um, channels Fios 34, RCN 83, Spectrum 56, and 1996. And as always, just check out the Unger the Radar YouTube channel and uh, subscribe and share.
0: Great. And Forrest for Inside Movies Galore. What's happening on there?
2: Uh, well, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, uh, we are going to be discussing the nineteen ninety six, the nineteen ninety six fantasy movie Dragonheart <laughs> with Des Quaid and Sean Connery. All right, yes.
0: Very nice, very nice. And also with us, thank you for joining us, uh, Jared Albert. Jared, thank you for coming on. I hope you will enjoy uh, join us for next week. Um, I hope it's a doozy. I hope you had fun tonight.
3: I did, definitely. Thank you for having me. Always a fun discussion.
0: Always. And also with the thank you, Matt Rorn, the owner of Pickle Island, doing some exciting things. Um, check out Pickle Island. And, Matt, do you have anything else to say for us? Uh,
4: no, that, that's pretty much it. We got Pickle Island. Pickle Island, there's two of them now. Two Pickle Islands.
0: <laughs> Maybe a third. In the... Oh, we'll
4: see. <laughs> don't try it. We got two partners. I don't know how, how we're going to run a
0: third.
4: <laughs> we're already spread apart.
0: <laughs> and also with this, as you know, um, next week, so before I go off the air, because um, it's going to be one final party, this episode is going to be, I know it's going to be our best one yet. Um, we are going to have the first ever um, powered by Unger the Radar, um, Nostalgia Time Watch Party. We are going to go back into the 90s. We are going to relive for an... A, uh, I'm going to give it a five-episode block of TGIF. Yes, and we're going to be... TGIF. <clears throat> yes, we're going to be talking about the TGIF lineup, and we're we're going to be discussing all shows... We're going to be having a watch party. Um, I'm going to be excited. We're going to have definitely Full House, Boy Meets World, Perfect Strangers, <laughs> and uh, I, Of course, Family Matters. We can't do. We can't do. Well, wait, we, teams, We're going to we're, we're going to try to do it in order.
1: So, uh, as as it was aired back in the nineties. So that would be Family Matters, Boy Meets World. Um, I know the last one was Step by Step I don't know what's before Step by Step uh, I think it was uh, I think it was hanging with Mr. Cooper and then uh, or, it was, it or was, Perfect it was, Strangers
2: yeah well Perfect Strangers was a little earlier on before like, before true yeah, yeah.
1: They, Um. yeah because uh, Family Matters is actually a spin off of Perfect, Perfect Strangers, Strangers yeah Harriet's Adventures in Chicago
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna we are gonna be discussing this but we're gonna be having a watch party We'll be discussing all episodes, and we're, we're, we're just going to have a fun night. Uh, Friday night, TGIF. We're, go, we're going back in time to the 90, 90s for TGIF, everyone. And we're going be be s-
4: to be right. That's right.
0: <laughs> so I want to thank you all, and this has been great. I am Matthew Haberman, a.k.a. Kid Champagne, and Kid Champagne signing off.